This is Radical Alternatives. First, I want to start this episode with a New Year's resolution. Once again, I've been going quite some time and I've learned quite a lot. And for the year 2022, I want to make a commitment. I commit to producing at least one episode of Radical Alternatives for the next year, for the year 2022. And that is my firm commitment. Now on to the show. A cultural constant, as I call it, is a general feature, ritual, or convention in a society, regardless of context, technological advancement, historical era, or social trend. Birthday parties are perhaps one obvious example of a cultural constant. High school football games are another. Cultural constants create a general sense of commonality and fraternity, regardless of class or ethnicity. They are cultural equalizers. Folk sayings and idioms are often the source of these constants. For example, let's say we enacted a cultural constant that said, a party is not a party without champagne. This would result in the raising of the quality of parties for everyone because champagne would become a standard feature of parties in general. Being as most people attend parties at one point in time uh, in their lifetime, everyone would get to enjoy champagne as a feature regularly in their lives, regardless of wealth or status. Just as in church, All of the faithful enjoy and partake in communion. Cultural constants are not delimited by class. Both the upper and lower classes seek to identify with cultural constants. One example being the phenomenon of $200 basketball shoes and jerseys bought by the rich and poor alike. And nowhere is the multiracial character of the United States and also the unity of these groups in pursuit of a goal or association more on display than at a basketball or football game. Everyone is on one accord and rooting for their respective team. In this span, at least for two hours, ethnic loyalties take a back seat to team pride. One albeit sillier example of a cultural constant is wearing socks. We don't all wear clogged shoes or v-neck t-shirts, but interestingly, almost everyone wears socks, even the homeless. Furthermore, you are in no obligation to wear socks. There is no rule saying shoes without socks don't work, but most people wear them in hot or cold weather. This can be applied to any number of cultural constants such as suits, jeans, cafes, bars, etc., Thinking about genes, I realize cultural constants form much of the basis of our identity. And so we can externalize and project aspects of our identity or material goods we view as timeless. We can take our attention away from the primitive gaze of race and tribe. Another example is building styles. The ancient Greeks followed convention of building with white marble and fluted pillars. 
It is a style that carried through multiple periods all the way to the end of their civilization. As a feature of Grecian society, it outlasted trends, fads, fashions, and even catastrophic events. Imagine now if we took away socks from a percentage of the population, how much it would affect their quality of life. Furthermore, it would create an inequality of effects between sock wearers and non-sock wearers instantly. The effect would be small, but it would be a real effect. Socks provide warmth, protection from fungal foot disease, and comfort. Cultural constants have real effects on our state of being. Cultural constants are not enforced by laws, but by social norms and environmental circumstances. As there is no centralized agency or institution that creates or manages them, it is entirely a decentralized phenomenon. Race and social class are not the only distinguishing factors that affect quality of life. People also follow cultural rules. These cultural rules have endless implications in ways we cannot predict, but we can know their start. If you trace the origins of every cultural constant, they have their beginnings in parenting, human gatherings, folk sayings, advertisements, movies, songs, idioms, and memes. They are a grassroots way of organizing society. We often do things because we were brought up doing them, and they simply stuck with us throughout our lives. Shockingly, most of us were brought up doing many of the same things and would be surprised how much we might find in common. How many people, for example, were taught that they shouldn't talk with your mouths open, or to help old ladies across the road. It is these commonalities that we later find as adults that unite us across the class and color line and create a fabric of society. So instead of finding more and more ways to divide ourselves, I have a better idea. We could find more ways to find commonalities. More cultural rituals we can all relate to. Let's enshrine these rituals and make them sacred and beautiful, like the national anthem. America is more divided than ever, and following the anniversary of the January 6th riots, I think we all have some soul-searching to do. In a democratic society, all we really have is each other.